Welcome to the podcast. It's a me. <laughs> you gotta try our text. You gotta try. Make sure you put crusty feet in it. Yeah. You're the only one that doesn't like me. So I got my hair cut this afternoon, and I and I was just sitting in the chair, and I was wondering, when my barber thinks of me, does he picture me before or after the haircut? You know? Like, like I don't have that same kind of imagination. Like, I wonder what Greg would look like on Seamus' body. Like, I don't know. No, think he's like probably that. like, he's like, I'm going to make this guy look better. He's like, he's coming into me fucking... Broken down, his hair shaggy, he's a mess. I'm gonna fucking pretty this boy right up and he's gonna fucking I'm making this guy look better. I'm a level. Okay. Up. I like that, but here my rebuttal. Like either way, he never gets to see me at my best. Like <laughs> he doesn't get to admire the culmination of his efforts. <laughs> he doesn't see you know, a brand new car before it goes off the lot. Well no, he doesn't see me like when I go home after the shower and I put some product in and I come out looking fresh. You know, well, you, you I, know what you should do? You should exchange numbers, and then after you get the haircut, go back, take a shower, put all that shit in. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I should show up to, like, his bocce court. And, uh, <laughs> like, what's up? See what you did here? <laughs> no, seriously, I go in. My hair is overgrown. When I leave, I look like Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> like, he seriously, like, smudges my hair down, and, like... I don't know. I decl- he offers me product after I, you know it's all done, but I'm like, nah. You know, I want to go home and rinse off. I'm not be itchy. You know, so he basically gives me a bowl. I look like I got a bowl cut from him when I leave. And it's just like, so I don't maybe, know. maybe uh, maybe he doesn't like you. <sighs> yeah, you're the only one that doesn't like me, Ryan. <laughs> I like you plenty. Um, You're my third favorite person to edit on the podcast. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, also, he trims my eyebrows. Got to maintain that half-inch Velcro look. Uh-huh. You know, I asked him, I was like, have you ever accidentally shaved someone's eyebrow off? He's like, no. I'm like, but I'm not really sure I believe him. Like, you no, this, try? There's got to be some sort of like... You know, slip rate. You know he's had a mishap. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, everything's cool. Everything's cool. No, no, it looks fine. Let me just turn the chair around. Well, also, there's got to be a decent percentage of, like, people who, you know, barbers are like, oh, I done fucked his hair up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't go to that guy. (laughs) He looks so much worse now. I've been going to Tony for, like, it's probably 20 years. Like, nobody else has touched... My hair. Nobody else has touched this head of the hair. Tony. Sorry, Greg. I mean, here I am talking all this. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. Talking all this fairy tale stuff to you. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. Speaking of fairy tales, after I got home from the barber, I was absorbing some interweb gamma power waves. And I saw this video of this barber that has like the body of like stuffed animal fairy 
affixed to the gown that covers you. You know, so when you drape it over the dude, the chair, the head, their head goes over the body, the winged fairy, and looks like, you know, them with a big head. That's fun. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Everyone that he put it on had a big smile on their face. So, yeah. <laughs> I wish Tony would do this. I think Tony like, like should a leprechaun get, down there or something. Tony should get like some fake eyebrows and be like, whoa, and then be like, oh man, I got you. Sorry. I think he should. That'd be funny. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So he shaves him off and then be like, hey, I got you. I'm going to stamp this <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, so he actually just shaves him off and then just gives you an eyebrow. Well, that's, he says he's never done like it, idea, but right? I mean, you should be prepared and have some fake eyebrows on hand. Yeah. What kind of barber is he? Not a hilarious one. <laughs> no, but he's nice. And clearly he doesn't have jobs. I've been going back for almost 20 years. So, uh, as you guys know, I, I got my cast off recently. Yeah, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And uh, <clears throat> when I went into the doctors, he'd be like, he's like a... How you doing? I'm like, huh, so good. And we're like, you know, after this time, I've come to really appreciate your sense of humor. Because you tell me you're doing so good, it doesn't really mean you're doing so good. It's like, <laughs> true. And, uh, you know, after he took the cast off and shit and looked at it, he's like, you know, is there any questions you want to ask? It's like, just one doctor. And he said, what's that? I was like, will I ever be a professional dancer now? <laughs> I mean, have you started... Do you ever do stretching? No, I don't fucking do stretching. <laughs> All right, carry on. He told me I could be whatever I want. Aw. Uh, he must be a dad. Aw, yeah. he's a liar. Yeah. Uh, well, doctors are liars, aren't they? Doctor liars. Actually, I mean, I feel like everyone lies to their doctors. Though. I mean, you shouldn't lie to your doctor. It's not, I was going to help you if you lied, but, but I feel like they lie back. They're like, yeah, yeah, everything's good. I, I like this dude. We had a good rapport. Um, nice. I mean, that's always good. I mean, especially if he has to look at your balls and shit. He's only okay. looked at my foot, Seamus. Grab and cough. Well, that's this is just the starter relationship. <laughs> yeah. He's don't know just, where this, we don't know where this is going to go. Have you sent him a picture of you with product yet? <laughs> uh, he's like, he's like, you know, you got to wear this boot I mean, for like a month. And he's like, but, you know, if you're outside walking, he's like, you got to be aware of like acorns. He's like, because they can like you can roll your ankle on them and get fucked, you know, get messed up. Jesus Christ! So I'm telling my kid this at the dinner table later. It's like, hey, Abram. I was like, the doctor said like if I step on acorn, I was like, I could break my ankle all over. He's like, wait a minute. He's like, uh, your weakness is acorns. It's like, like the sorcerer from the willow. The sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Green Lantern's acorns. weakness is yellow. He's like, but Acorns is way lamer, Dad. <laughs> and then randomly, like, throughout the night, he just walked up behind me and just whispered, Acorns, <laughs> and just walked away. <laughs> it was effective. If he starts carrying around a pouch of Acorns, you better wait. That's where I thought you were going with this. <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to the You Gonna Eat That Crust podcast. I'm your host with the most on the ones and twos, Ron Wilson. And with me tonight. The razor blade himself, aka robot chicken legs. <laughs> I, I even pull this in every time now. I Thank you. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Mr. Paracross Weeks. <laughs> I I happen to be okay with my calves these days. 
Seamus Rogers. Leave him out of this. It's like rock, paper, scissors. Whoop, whoop. My cat's beat your chicken legs. <laughs> <laughs> and with him tonight, the sweatpants overlord, Mr. Fucking Video Games Above His Parents' House for Life. My friend and confidant, Gregory J. Hoey. How are you, Greg? Don't give out my name. They'll steal my identity. I'm feeling great. I'll beep the J. Okay. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> dope. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll beep the J? Hey. <laughs> uh, this girl walked in my office, and she's like, you have this funny... And she like went down and grabbed these like joints we have in the bottom drawer. And she's like, you have this funny look in your face. Like, you did something wrong or something like that? And I was like, no, no, not at all. Like, fucking 10 seconds before she walked in, I just, like, ripped this fucking nasty fart. And she, like, walked right in. And, like, face level. She probably knew after she said that. She realized. No, but because you want to why? My shit don't stink. Oh, please. The way you eat. I eat good. <laughs> I just complained about heartburn. Yeah. Well, that's if I eat pizza. <laughs> I'm eating better ish. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. So she didn't know that you farted. No, because I, I would have been. Like, I, I think she was too polite to let you know. I almost looked at her and was like, "Ugh." <laughs> you looked at like you gave the Larry David face. Like, oh, she just fart my you're, office. Get the you're fuck watching out of her like, no, you're watching like, does she know? <laughs> I just laughing because it was funny and I was really high and I was like, ha. What? No, I didn't do anything. Nothing's wrong. I'm excited to leave. I was like, leave in five minutes. Well, if you're less high at work, you fart less. Too. Yeah. Well, it works where you get your farts out. No. No. What if you have an when office? Alone. Yeah. Well, but if, if people walk in and out all the time, no. It's the like road that. is my office, Greg. It's like cha- it's like changing the atmosphere from like walking in from like AC to like hot room, but it's like normal room to fart room. It messes up with your anal cavities, <laughs> so like it causes some like hot farts to come out. <laughs> See what I like most about our podcast is like the highbrow humor, you know <laughs> that level that we made. Yeah, <laughs> we never talk about shit or farts or dicks. <laughs> I remember my buddy Glenn said his his uncle used to fart so hard that like he used to burn a hole in his underwear. <laughs> I totally believed him. I feel like everybody has these stories about their uncle. <laughs> he was a legend. He was a legend. His mom had to buy him a new pair of underwear every week. He once farted through three pairs of Fruit of the Looms. Fruit of the Booms! Fruit of the Booms. He farted through Fruit of the Loom and jeans. He melted right through his jeans. It's impressive. Jacobs. Were they shit washed? Hey. They are now. And also, I totally forgot. I told you when I saw you, I was avoiding, I was trying to wait, but I fell. In the shower, and uh, pretty much thought I almost broke my ribs, uh, maybe fractured them at least. But I definitely left my feet and uh, landed on my ribs. And it's with this girl I'm trying to like, you know, pretend I'm like like younger. So and was like, was the this lady in the shower with you at the time? No, no. I was in the shower and I was just thinking, I'm like, wow, like 
the shower is definitely slippery, and I feel like I might fall through the shower and like go to the apartment below me. <laughs> and then I just like left my feet, and I was like oh, on my ribs, and I'm just like, oh, and I was like, oh, so I tried for her not to hear me. Did she, she hear you? Oh, yeah, she's like, hey, you okay in there? And I was like. Yeah, I was, was hoping you didn't hear me. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I just walk back in. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Ah, I'm like, <gasps> my, my liver, my liver. It, it could have been so much worse. I could have smashed my face. I could have fucking my teeth. Like, <laughs> but like, I literally almost canceled my show like a week later. Like, that's how fucking bad it hurt me. Like, I could should have asked her to come in and check your liver. She would have for sure. But like, yeah, no, she felt really bad. But it was, and I can look back and laugh at well, it. Well, does she have no fucking shower pads? She's got no like she did built-in grip. She got no built-in grip tape. She did not have any mat. She does Jeez. now though. That's a hazard, man. She's dating somebody over forty. What the hell does she think's gonna happen? Thirty. I, yeah, he's he's thirty. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> And that's the thing, like, thing, like, this is this guy who's trying to be young and trying not to be 40, and I'm like, Wait. I'm breaking my hip in her shower. Does she know you're 40? I think she, <laughs> she knows I'm 40. She knows now. <laughs> in a couple weeks. <laughs> Great. Great. This releases. Here I am. I'm the herald of bad news. Bleep my name. Bleep my age. What's my age again? 35 again. Oh, well, look at that. They look great. They're still playing 20 yeah. years later. But, yeah, so I can look back at it now and, and laugh, but I broke my ribs. I'm still, like, I haven't, I want a one-wheel and shit. Like, you know, I'm trying to get my one-wheel action on, and I can't one-wheel because to get of a thought. I'm trying my tan on, but we had that one good week. That was it. Paddleboarding, too. And of course, I'm laying my my seat, my grass. It's like rain all the way till next week and shit. It can't rain all the time. Sideways <laughs> rain, world rain. <laughs> so, but I'm okay, everyone. Thanks for the emails and no, all the yeah. cards. There's nothing more gangster than trying to walk off an injury to look tough in front of a girl. Yeah, especially <laughs> when you're in a towel, walking out of the bathroom. Yeah, dude, and like I'm telling you, like I I didn't feel as bad, like right after but like when i got home and like i drove like the hour home like and it just settled in like it just yeah, like, that's the age thing so fucking bad i know it's like when you hit 30 it's like crazy right so now that i'm 35 it's just like oh man yeah what's going on with my body <laughs> fuck oh, would you fantastic. like snake oil regeneratives <laughs> but speaking of that the people want to know what are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? Check this out. This is the segment. The people want to know. They emailed us. They called me. They texted me. They said, what are you doing this week? They want to know. The people want to know. So I'm going to ask you, Ryan, what are you listening to this week? Audio, music, podcasts. All right, well, let's see. I just, I've been bumping the new Prof album. Of course. So, sounds great. I uh, I I caught all up on uh, This Is Important. Whoop-hap. Mm. It's a whoop-hap. <laughs> and uh, 
Just a couple random episodes of Wizard and the Bruiser as well. Ooh, Wiz Bruise. Yeah, bro. Uh, I had to listen to the Mario episode, so, you know. Oh, hell yeah. Did they talk about John Leguizamo's live action one? Yeah. Because he oh. seems to have a lot to say about everybody these days, too. Uh, well, I guess they're talking about uh, the new Mario movie, mostly. I heard it was funny. You saw it yesterday, right? Whoa, we're not there yet, Seamus, are we? Whoa, 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 you're not. Yeah, Jesus. What are you listening to, Seamus? I'm listening to my goddamn playlist. It's amazing. It has everything. Your playlist? Yes. Your musical playlist? Yes. Can we give it's us an example of some of the songs? 70 hours of potpourri. Oh best shit you ever heard. Really? <laughs> yes. And, well, I did listen to um, that, the last episode of the last podcast. Oh, uh, g uh, Mass, no, Mass. Oh, the Mass Hysteria? Mass Hysteria, yeah. Yep, which was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, myself, also caught up with This is Important and last podcast, Mass Hysteria. On Mr. Seamus Rogers' recommendation, I polished off the book Mount Fitzroy by Scott Sigler, and it was fucking awesome. I really liked it a lot. And I just started Little Hatred by Joe Abercrombie. He's the man. Who is the man, yes. Best best characters in bookography. Yeah, he's the fucking that if you don't if you read and you like fantasy, fucking you gotta read Joe Abercrombie. He's the shit. I mean, like, I can't read books anymore without like interesting characters. Like he spoiled it for me. He just has like these fully fleshed out, like very diverse characters in all his books and Yeah, I need that. He's awesome. Fucking all the series are so fucking badass. Definitely read those. Ryan. What Yo. are you watching this week? What are you watching this week? The people oh, want to know. Holy shit, I just saw a Mario movie yesterday. It's what? me. I was trying to think of a Mario verse too, but I couldn't do <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I loved it so much. Really nice. Dude, it tickled, every, tickled every nostalgia Nintendo funny bone. I could have wanted. It's a I, fucking amazing cast. Oh, uh, Jack yeah. Black was hilarious. Yeah, he was fantastic. He was Bowser, plus, right? Plus, I got to go to Smitty's and drink two gigantic beers while I was watching it. And, uh, nice. Yeah, it was just, uh, I had a good time. Did you watch anything else or just uh, the old Mario Brothers? Oh, shit. Uh, did I talk about Servant at all? No. Uh, it was an M. Night Shyamalan TV show. Whoa. Yeah, it was on uh, Apple, I think, hmm. and it had fucking uh, fucking Ron Weasley, the redhead kid from Harry Potter. He's a good actor, uh, I'm glad but he's he like still he's, has roles. He's, he's like a well, he's like a cokehead alcoholic brother-in-law, and he was fucking awesome in it. I think he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, well, it was weird seeing him in Harry Potter and then watching him as an alcoholic cokehead. We've seen <laughs> Harry do these roles too. True. True. Harry. I can't really explain the show. It's too weird, obviously. But it's got some fucked up shit in it, and uh, I like the way it ended overall. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. And uh, also, polishing off some Ted Lasso. Nice, season three. Yeah, it's been fucking... Feel good. What an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, I haven't started it yet. 
Well, I'm enjoying it, so I won't say anything. Nice. I haven't either. I mean, season two got stagnant for me. That's fine, Seamus. <laughs> it was fine. I love me, you do you. <laughs> Speaking of you, what are you watching this week? Anything? I just watching Succession. Oh, nice. Which is good. Like, probably, you know. I It's always been kind of like a distraction for me, like when I'm like in my office, I'm like, PC and I'll just have that but like this season I'm like into it it's the last season I guess you know they're trying to step it up how many seasons have they had I think it's the fifth oh really I think so I think I watched I watched the first season it's like you can't really root for anybody in that show yeah they're all they're all they're all pieces of shit it's just like it's just it's kind of that's why it's just these are the people you have no respect for and that's why like so, yeah, and you talk about that. So now I'm thinking the finale, and, like, part of me is like, should I root for these people? Or do I want them to fail because they're all pieces of shit? Not you my know? boy Brian Cox. He can't be a piece of shit. Well, he's, uh, well I, won't, I won't say. Not my boy Calkin. <laughs> he's great in the show. Yeah, but he's he is. a piece of shit. The Calkins are great. He's a great piece of shit in the show. He's a polished piece of shit. Yes. Yes, he's a fancy piece of shit. Um, myself, I'm watching Dave, a new season, which is great. I'm loving it so far. Yellow Jackets, I've been digging that new season. And uh, for 49 cents on Amazon, I bought Peninsula, Train to Busan 2. And I gotta say, it's not good. (laughs) I love the first one. Yeah, the first one's great. I mean, it's, I'm watching it, I'm enjoying it, but like, it's funny, like when some of the uh, zombies turn, like it's like almost they like they use like crouching tiger, hidden dragon shit. Like they like float, like like they're oh, on the ground. Like, ninja they float zombies. Up, they're like, like, like what the hell is going on? They're like, I don't know. It's weird, and this, it seems just way more cheesy. I, I mean, it's it's okay. It's not like horrible, but like, do I recommend it? No, I don't. It's like, what if zombies could focus their chi? Hey. I'm reading here. I wish I could just read my news on the go. You know, like a normal person. What if I told you you could? Newsly's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural, human voice. For the first time ever, the web becomes available all in one place. You can follow any topic, as specific as you like, from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them aloud to you. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from 80 countries. You can hear us there. And the Sinister Story is there too. I even started using it as my default podcast app. They even have digital radio. So download and use Newsly for free now from www.newslyme or from the link in the description. And use the promo code CRUST for a one-month free premium subscription. So start playing, stop scrolling, and start listening. Third question, Ryan, what are you, are you playing anything? Games, life games, board games. Uh, uh, well, let's see. I uh, Board of life games. I just, uh, just played a little Russia dead. Flat. Played a little Wolfenstein 2. I've been fucking, fucking with that shit. Nice, killing some Nazis. Yeah, dog, and uh, you know, I've been playing some chess with my kids. Hell yeah. 
Big ups to like, chess. I would like to get the chess back. I want to play chess with friends, get started. Uh, hit me up if you want to play chess with friends. I'm at, nice. got to come up with a Twitter gram. Uh, <laughs> Pine- Pineapple Pizza Mafia. There you go. That's mine. <laughs> Are you playing anything this week, Seamus? Any VR? Uh, I was playing um fishing game on the PlayStation Dredge. Oh, that's right. Yep. Kind of like a cool artistic style. Kind of, uh, it's kind of like Zelda, the Windbreaker, or something like that. Wind Waker, cel shaded, I guess. Um, yeah, it's got good a, reviews. You know, it's got a lot of different fish in it. Um, some, so far, they've all been come. No, not all realistic. Never mind. Some of them are like mutated and shit, and they cause plagues and stuff. So it's kind of like a sci-fi fantasy fisher, I guess. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yo, can I can I uh, just ask real quick? Uh, you guys ever like <laughs> fuck with a mini game so much in a regular game, like you just don't even realize how much time has gone by, and you're just like, "Oh my god, I've been playing darts in this fucking stupid ass game for fucking twenty hours." Oh yeah, dude, I used to play poker and fucking uh, Red Dead Redemption like crazy. <laughs> you are sad waiting for a <laughs> poker table. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um. <laughs> Not really. Like I get bored of that shit. I, I have like ADHD or something. I don't know. But I, you know, maybe Mortal Kombat three when you had like the fucking Jigger was coming out. It was like Asteroid or like whatever it was. I don't yeah, know. that shit was fun. I remember that. Sick. Well, you know that I'd be playing Overwatch two as always. I just picked up Dead Island two, and it's actually really fucking awesome. I'm really digging it. It's it's definitely fun to play with friends. So. And uh, last question, uh, Seamus, what are you are you working on anything? Any projects? Let the people know. Just work. Just work. He's sapping at my soul. Okay. Ryan, what are you working on? Yeah, so you know, I'm just back at work and shit. And I started drawing a comic the other day called Dad Bod Man. Look out for that soon. <laughs> I can't wait. Dad Bod Man, nice. Sounds amazing. Yeah, my, my kids always say I have crusty feet, so they're like walking by, like, make sure you put crusty feet in it. <laughs> oh. Inspired by your kids. Nice. What? In their eggs? What? In their <laughs> eggs? <laughs> I'm not crusting my feet in their eggs. Gross. Well, they asked, they asked for it. <laughs> and what I am working on, we're doing two new covers for the Follicly Challenge Show coming up. May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, Uncle Eddie's. We're doing Land of Confusion and I Need to Know by Tom Petty. I'm pretty pumped for both of those songs. I got them down. And go to the show and buy Greg a margarita for every song he does. Jesus Christ. And uh, join us next time as we discuss crazy 911 calls for the next episode. And Seamus, what episode are we discussing tonight? This episode is for all you couch potatoes out there. We're going to laugh, reminisce, maybe shed a few tears. So grab your popcorn, silence that phone, and get ready to discuss some of the more intimate scenes in cinematography. Maybe you've experienced these moments alone with a room full of friends or snuggled up with a loved one. Possibly you remember vividly some of these heartbreaking Oft times high adrenaline events that would leave that popcorn forgotten in your lap. 
where everyone in the room would be transfixed by the TV, enraptured, staring intensely with bated breath, hesitant to speak for fear of missing anything. One hair-raising, jaw-dropping moment like, I see dead people. And you realize, Crow's been dead this whole time. (laughs) Or maybe it was just one of your beloved sitcoms with some serious subject matter, like when Stephanie on Full House lost Mr. Bear, and she was so distraught because it had been a gift from her dead mother. (laughs) Tonight, our beloved audience... We're going to be talking about traumatic scenes in cinematography. I think I got the, I think I got the whole subject wrong. <laughs> Why? Because I was I, I was researching shit that like happened on TV that was bad, like like that happened like lot in live TV, like like. Uh... <laughs> really, Ryan? What was your take on this? <laughs> yeah. Right? No. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? You had it right, Seamus. I don't know what Greg was doing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you going to 9-11, man? Yeah. Man. The 9-11, the Challenger explosion, the OJ chase. <laughs> good thing is you have a good memory and you'll be able to pick it back on a lot of this. The Gulf, ah! the Gulf War. Wow. Hey, Christine Chubuck. Maybe Suicide live on the news. <laughs> maybe you save that for another boring episode where we're going to shoot ourselves. As you're explaining that, I'm like, fuck, I think I'm, I'm thinking of the wrong. Wow. Yeah, we're going to laugh a Columbine. lot on these ones. Columbine. Wow, man. Hey, remember 2001 when Dale Earnhardt crashed yeah. in the wall? Man, have you tried? Microdosing psilocybins in your life. He was oh. killed instantly. <laughs> uh, you know that yeah. Domino's had record yeah. sales during the OJ chase? Damn, man. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. All right, Greg. We can, we can work with this. Greg, I just maybe while we're doing a little talking, you just Google. I'll oh, try no, to remember. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first. Because I'm an improver dropping off exactly. the gold. I knew you had it in you. Um, so one of the traumatic uh, for me is the movie Enemy Mine. You are <laughs> ugly. The scene, the pit, when he fucking falls in the pit and that fucking giant ass fucking worm thing comes out and wraps around his leg and just fucking pulls him in the pit. Like I used to have fucking scary like when i used to go outside to uh bring my dog back inside like at night when she was coming in when we used to leave our dog outside like a bunch of fucking you thought like a sand octopus was gonna come up yeah that and pennywise the clown like i they i would always run out like i would sprint out and like run as fast as i could grab my dog grab her and then like let's go and i would run as fast as i can back into the house i wonder why your yard's full of shit (laughs) yeah totally but that was very traumatic for me that's definitely one that most people were thinking too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got it out of the way early. Yeah. I just wanted to, you know, it's a softball. Right up the right over the over the fence there. All right, Seamus, what do you got, baby? <laughs> uh, I'm going way back. I'm going to Jurassic Park. Remember when you first saw that T Rex scene? With the water shaking? Well, that started it in the puddle, yeah, or whatever it was, the footprint. 
Yeah, I mean, that was awesome to me as a kid. I fucking loved that movie. So, like, the kids are alone in the Jeep, and the girls, like, flash... The T-Rex is, like, putting his pupil up to the window. You know, supposedly the T-Rex can only see movement. Who the fuck knows how scientists came up with that? I don't fucking know. But anyway, she's, like, flashing the flashlight around, and they like, struggling to turn it off. And the Rex ends up flipping the Jeep over. He's like stepping on it and crushing it and caving in, and then the mud starts filling up. The plexiglass, too, with his mouth on the plexiglass. Yeah, yeah, right. He caves that in before he flips it. And they're like trying, like, they're pushing it up and trying to like keep him coming in, you know. But then he like flips the whole Jeep and he's like, and he stands on it and mushes into the mud and it starts filling up with all the water and mud. And like Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum come in with the flares and like save the kids. And then that, uh, unfortunate douchebag on the shitter ends up getting like eaten like getting half or something yeah that's that dipshit yeah he's in digging shit it's like the lawyer or something yeah yo uh i'll talk about one of the first ones that i remember vividly as a child and that's in the hit movie the never ending story (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Ooh. I can't wait to see it. It looks so good. It's fucking awesome. Nice. I really I really fucking liked it. It was fucking disgusting. It was great. Loved it. Okay. One of the most hateable characters in fucking cinema history. Can't wait for you to meet him. Alright. <laughs> so I wanna talk a sad moment on Game of Thrones. And this involves Ned Stark. When he's beheaded, while all his family watches, you know, Sansa's up on the dais with, she's with next to Joffrey. I think she was already betrothed to him, obviously. And uh, he comes up and confesses so as to spare his family. And, you know, Joffrey could have exiled him, but that twisted little shit condemns him to death, like right in front of all his daughters and family. Yeah, because she has the weak heart of a woman. (laughs) Right. You can even see his. Even Cersei was surprised by his proclamation. Like, you know, apparently, you know, you could tell that it had been agreed that they were going to show leniency and spare him. (laughs) But then he orders, like, Sir Illyn Payne, the silent executioner, to bring the pain. Yeah, he comes down and chops his head off with his own sword, ice, two hand, a great sword made from Valerian steel. It's such a weasel line, too, though. He's like, he's like, we were going to show him mercy, but these these ladies have the weak hearts of women. All right. Joffrey was a piece of shit. <laughs> Joffrey was a piece of shit. I'll and bet. Then, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, just then, like, later, Tywin Lannister had the sword melted down to make two swords. I think one was for Joffrey, the other was for Jamie Lannister, right? Yep. That was beautiful. I'm going to yeah. piggyback on that. Yeah. On the fucking Ned Stark, he's one of my favorite characters. One of the greatest characters. He was it was so- necessary to push the story forward, though, and you know that's why I like love Game of Thrones because it's just the realism. Nobody is safe, not even the major characters. Well, let's talk about the Red Wedding. Yes. Uh, so I remember when I started reading the books. I started reading the books after the show came out. You know, Ryan and Seamus both recommended. They were both ahead of the curve. And I just wanted to read the books because I fucking hated Joffrey so much and I needed to know if he died. And I used to ask Shame, I said, why doesn't Rob get his own chapter? (laughs) How come Rob never gets his own chapter? And then in book three, I found out why Rob didn't get his own chapter. That was a tragedy, man. Yeah. Rob was beloved. Like they, I mean, that's one of those things where they have like, like two girls, one cup, like filming Kermit's reaction. Like they were filming people's reaction for, you know, the Red Wedding for people who haven't seen it. I would love it. to see that. I mean, he was, he had all the best qualities of Ned. Yeah. You know, he raised him well and he was heroic. And then look what uh, being noble got him. Did you guys, either you guys play that Telltale Game of Thrones game? Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, in the opening I, scene. I played a little bit of it. Like the opening scene, you were at the Red Wedding. It was awesome. Yeah. Yo, the way that game ended was on a fucking crazy cliffhanger, and yeah. then nothing. Yeah, it it's was. done. It was an Bullshit. awesome game, but that out of all the Telltale games, that game like had the most forced like path. Sure. Like, like no matter what you did, like you couldn't do anything without what doesn't without Ramsey Bolton coming and, like slicing your throat. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't want a game without Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> well, he was definitely in it, but all right. How about this one, guys? You guys have both obviously watched Deadwood. Yes. Yeah. Good show. Do you remember when Al Swearingen lost the ability to urinate? Ew. So they stuck that like 14 inch rod up his cock? Yes. Oh, that yeah. was uh, worthy for sure. Oh, God. 
and all the shit that just plops out at the that, end. Like uh, that was prolific. <laughs> Good times. That guy is Ian McShane's fucking awesome. Anyway, yeah, right if anyone's if anyone could take it, it's him. Another Game of Thrones actor. We Absolutely. need. We need grumpy old men remake with Brian Cox and that Ian, guy and Ian McShane. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that'd be sick. It had to go hard R, though, I think. Oh, sure. Yeah. All right, Seamus, what do you got? Um, How about... How about Star Wars Empire Strikes Back when Luke finds out that Vader's his father? That was a big ball drop, right? Big reveal. And then he ends up cutting his hand off. Oh, shit. How did I miss all that? <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought for sure you would have caught this one. (laughs) I mean, I've seen that movie dozens of times, but every time I must have had to go to the bathroom during that pivotal scene. Yeah, he loses (laughs) his hand, dog. That's fucked up. That explains the beginning of the next movie. Also, this episode is not about scenes that you missed. Just saying. Columbine, All right, $420.99. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, here's one that turned a lot of people off to this show. When Glenn got his fucking eye popped out in The Walking Dead. Ooh. Yeah, I pretty much stopped walk- watching after that. I mean, it wasn't because... I don't think it was because, because of, of that. Yeah, I don't think it was because of that. I think it was because... They dragged out no. Negan. They dragged the shit out of Negan. I was like... I'm I don't know. I feel like a lot of people dropped off after that fucking scene happened. Well... I just popped your fucking eye out. Yeah. There was was not one bad thing to say about Glenn. No, he's back now with Ali Wong and the hit show Beef. Did you watch that? He's back with Pogs. I watched a few episodes. Yeah, here it's good. It looks like it gets pretty crazy. Like, just things get out of control. Yeah, they get a little out of hand. For sure. For sure. Beef. Uh, yeah, but I I did read the comic, so I already knew that one was coming, so I was like, that asshole was like, oh no, my wife's definitely not going to watch it after this. And I was totally right. <laughs> I mean, that was what, like season like 12? <laughs> that's, when, that's when it was getting bad. When I was uh, right. trimming our crop in York, I like rewatched the whole fucking show, and I made it to pretty much where I left off, and I was like, holy shit, this is horrible. So when they started giving like way too many people speaking roles, and like <laughs> just like they shouldn't, like ha- all the side characters had their old episodes, like kill everyone off, give me Rick, give me Carl, kill everyone and make a spinoff. The fucking stupid mullet dude. Like, get out of here. I just saw him on Hell's Kitchen. I was like, get out of Hell's Kitchen, you donkey. I think Last of Us is still a better show. Obviously, everybody thinks that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I heard, like, uh, I, I don't know when I stopped watching. A couple seasons after that, probably. Well, but I heard, I heard it stays shitty, and then it gets good again towards the end. Yeah, and I also know The Last of Us, the game was a better show. Like I forgot there was. A <laughs> well, totally, yeah. But so we're also judging like 
10, 11 seasons or whatever the fucking how many seasons they have. Well, don't wrong. We all obviously watched it up to that point. Well, I'm just saying, like, if it, like Last of Us has one season. We don't know what that's going to happen. Last of Us is going to be maybe three, four max seasons. Okay, if their one season was better than any given Well, that first Walking, Walking Dead. That first Walking Dead season was pretty fucking awesome. Amazing. I agree. It was pretty it fucking was, good. It was a pretty big... It was a big game changer for TV, too. Yeah, yep. I mean... Everything was the same, and all of a sudden, there's like hyper violence on TV. Week, you know, uh, once a week, like everybody was tuned in for a hot minute. Yeah, plus that first season was fucking great, man. Like all that shit with fucking um, John Berthall yep. till Shane died. John Berthall's the shit. Plus, what's his name's awesome as well too. Fucking the dude from like Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, uh, Michael Rooker. Yeah, Rooker, dude. Fucking cliffhanger. Dan Marley. He looks just like Dan Marley. Phoenix Suns, 1990 basketball player. Relevant. Thank you. I try, <laughs> to keep, I try to keep it relevant. Look it up. Dan Marley and Rooker when he was in Cliffhanger. Not now. Uh, uh, Greg, do you have any more? I do. I do. Passion of the Christ. Oh, please. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> you can't even no, talk no, about I, this I can. one. So... I rem- let's let's talk about. Uh, I want to say it's 1986, uh, but let's talk about the chest bursting scene, Aliens. Oh my god! No, that's not uh, all right. I mean, I can't. It's all in your interpretation. I can't. That's I not can't. traumatic, like seeing that first time the alien chest bursting scene when that dude's like eating dinner and shit. It was, I guess, and we've I've read about it and seen it in many other books. But yeah, you're also. Also depends if you saw space balls before or after that. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my, Hello, my daughter. Right down here. Oh, it's happening again. That's the same actor, by the way. Did you know that? The same actor, Greg. Is no. that it? Did you know that though? The same actor in Alien is the same actor in Spaceballs who gets the shut up. It's it is. Talking about the alien. No, the al- the alien who rips out of the guy's chest in the alien in the original alien. Oh yeah, yeah, at the end of the movie because like not again. Yeah, he's 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 the guy <laughs> in Spaceballs as well. Cool. Yeah, I'm fucking done. I thought that was a traumatic scene. I didn't know it's not as fucking cool as fucking <laughs> other scenes that you guys are talking about, but I thought it was pretty cool. It was cool. Nice. That was a great movie. One of my favorites. One of the best. What about when Hank died on Breaking Bad? That was a tough one. It was very tough to watch. <laughs> like I you know, remember all well, offer the eighty million they just had eighty million buried out in the desert. And uh you know, he just wasn't buying it. Like he said, Hank said he already made up his mind. Like, Hank was a stubborn bastard. He was a bullheaded man. Yeah, he was. Kind of got his own bullet. He asked for that bullet. <laughs> kind of. But, you know, remember afterwards when he, uh, Hank calls Skyler? Or, not Hank. Uh, sorry. No, when Walter. Walt calls Skyler. And, like, the feds are there. And also Marie, Hank's wife, who's Skyler's sister. That was fucked up. Phone call, man. <laughs> it was like after Walt had taken Holly, their daughter, like hostage. Sorry for you know, about that. And he basically tells her it's her fault and calls her a stupid bitch. And it's like this late in the show, this is season five. This is like when 
the dark side of Walt is fully manifested. And he's like, you're never going to see Hank again. <laughs> and Marie's like, what? What? That was traumatic. <laughs> he's dead. He's gone. Hank was a good guy. He was bullheaded. Uh, he his character, you know, made some some changes. Like at very, you know, at first he was super cheesy, and then all of a sudden he was like a good cop. At first he's like at a crime scene, like texting people, like "Look at this dead body." Well, Walt's character completely changed too. So. Oh yeah, for the good way. Um, Rachel, have you both seen Hereditary? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess uh, what are the the fucking Charlie decapitation scene in Hereditary? Ah, you could almost feel that shit when it happened. That's more traumatic than the alien chest bursting scene. Yeah, Greg, because <laughs> I could see myself getting attacked, get to to decapitated, decapitated. Yeah, you literally the peanut butter. Capitulated. Leonardo decapitated. And the dude with a big mole on his face. From old. It's all you focused on on the whole movie, wasn't it? I couldn't stop. Look at that fucking mole. It must be hereditary. (laughs) (laughs) That mole was the scariest part of the movie because I could have been. What were we talking about? Hereditary. Everyone was so scared of the little girl with their little clicking. Stop clicking! (laughs) Wasn't. What was that? The Chimera? The Chimera. Or she, he had, or she ate him up in the womb. Her twin brother. Seamus, are you sure you're talking about hereditary? <laughs> no, I have no clue. You're talking about malignant. Yes. Yes. Probably it. my top movie of 2022. <laughs> right behind Nope. Giant cowboy hats sucking people up out of fucking bowl barbecues or whatever they're called. Love it. Uh, Such a good movie. Bowl barbecues. What are they called? They're called uh, fucking rodeos. Rodeos. That's the word. Rick and I saw in the theater my old roommate Rick and like when the the bowl operas. What's what's the fucking the chimpanzee? What's the name of the, the chimp who gets fucking shot in the head when they do the fist bump? Oh yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, but like I don't know, like the theater was so quiet, like Rick and I like burst out laughing. <laughs> was just... That was a scary moment. Just watching that uh, scene, uh, that fucking I poor kid. Robot. Yeah, dude that. That's that's an intense that's an intense scene actually. It's that awesome. was a very intense scene. That was more yeah. intense than like most of the movie. Alien cowboy hat. Alien cowboy hat. All right, look, I know you guys haven't seen it, even though I'm highly recommending it. There's a scene in Gojium Haunted Asylum. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Dude, the movie is so fucking scary. I don't give a fuck. Like, uh, she's walking out in the woods with her friends, and all of a sudden her friend's just standing there frozen. And then she goes to, like, she's like... Is this subtitles? Well, yeah, there's subtitles, but she's just going... And then she, like, turns around, and her eyes are completely black, and she has this crazy smile look on her face, and it's so fucking freaky. Jesus fuck. This sounds just like when... 
I hate that guy from Blair Witch who's standing in the corner not responding. Josh, like yeah. that scene. Josh! Josh! Josh, why are you standing there? And why did you kick the map of the river? You idiot! It's your fault. You have cigarettes, Josh! How about when Opie was killed? Oh, come on. No! No! I can't even relive that verbally. I've over my cut sense. I don't remember why they were all like in jail. They got locked up for something. Because they were fucking running through this world. They were running through this world. Well, they were all alone, though. Oh, a crow does fly straight. Uh, Opie was alone, though. Maybe they locked the other guys <laughs> up to watch behind the window. With like, and they have like five to six inmates come in with instructions to kill. Are you talking about Opie, my do- my doppelganger? You don't look like Opie, Greg. Oh, getting like Opie. Me and Ryan Hurst. Remember when you ever looked like Opie? <laughs> I've been told I look like Opie. Yeah. Opie's fucking like. Six four, right? Jacked, and he has a long beard. You've never had a long beard. Great, he's got a great head of hair. Listen, I'm riding through this world, all right. And which way are you, like Opie? Well, when Opie rides through the world, his hair sways. I fly straight. (laughs) Greg flies straight. Perfect land. It's he's aerodynamic. Wasn't he voice voice actor on something recently? A game or something? Yeah, he was Zeus and fucking God of War. Right. He was awesome. He was a drunk. Fond of the drink. What about? I don't know. Aren't we all? What about when Jackson drove right into the fucking Michael Chickalis's truck? (laughs) Craig, you can't spoil the last scene of the show. (laughs) It's been a while. It's been a while. I didn't even remember that. So kudos to you. You rode straight. (laughs) (laughs) Riding straight to that truck. A Jack fly straight. Perfect line. All right. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the episode of Red and Stimpy, uh, where Red loses all of his teeth and he just have nerve endings hanging out of his mouth, like swaying in the wind. Yeah, that looks painful. Oh, God. It was so fucking gross. It's always and, gross. Uh, this is a cartoon. Next week, his teeth were back. Well, I think he got it back by the end of the episode. Right. <laughs> That's convenient. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was just super gross watching his teeth all crumble and fall out of his mouth. Well, and I feel like say to say almost every stuff was gross of that show. Show was amazing. It was amazing and gross. It was formative for me in my years of being formed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I just thought of one. <laughs> What about the iconic penis scene in The Boys? <laughs> sure. That no. was hilarious, but yes. Carry on. <laughs> when the guy shrunk himself and climbed in the pee hole and he was tickling all the good spots. All the best spots, really. You know? I mean, I I died <laughs> laughing. Other than that, it didn't hit me emotionally. <laughs> but it yeah, hit sorry. me emotionally, but it, to me, it's literally the most fucked up thing I've ever seen on screen. It was fucked up. It was fucking hilarious. It was fucked up, hilarious. Like, 
And it was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? And, you know, if you don't know, was it season three or season four? Like I said, the guy shrinks himself, collapses his gate, lover's penis hole, and then he sneezes while inside and expands and grows back to normal uh, Rick Moranis size and explodes his lover all over the place. Well, Rick Moranis is a small man. Either way, he would still explode that dick. Yeah, he's bigger than his penis, I think. Is Rick Moranis Even Rick Moranis is bigger than my penis. Yeah, I'm bigger than your penis. Unless he was shrunk. I know there's other movies that have done this, but the one that sticks out in my mind was the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot kind of movie where uh, the chick's being dragged down in the basement and she grabs the fucking sides of the doors and her fingernails all get pulled up. Yeah. Oh God, that just makes like me like oh, Samara oh, 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 well, so. fingernail fucking like desperation. Ah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hope I'm never off. tortured and like they pull fingernails off me or put. I think slivers in underneath your nails would be worse than a bamboo shoots. Yeah. yeah fuck that. Oh yeah, that's just fucking brutal. I I don't know what scenario would happen where that could possibly happen to you though, Seamus. Well, who the fuck knows? Life's fucking random, man. Yeah, I hope so it doesn't know. happen to me. I hope it never happens to me. Is there more to you than we really realize, Seamus? Are you more than like a camera installation tech? Are you fuck Blackhawk shit? What, you think I'm going to talk about it here? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm doing that new that's segment. How, People want to know. That's how bamboo shoots in your fingernails happen. Yeah, well, not everyone's created in a lab like me and Henry Sobrowski. <laughs> But for different reasons. Yes. You're, you're so deep cover, you don't even know yourself anymore. I, right. I don't even know my true parentage. I think Manchur- they're grays. I think one of them might be a gray. I think my hybrid. It's a Manchurian candidate. Look out. Here comes the rapper. Oh, my God. It's MC Cracker. There you go. Yeah. I got pubes coming out of my head. but don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this movie like did it for me. Like it was the first time I think I ever cried my whole life. Or at least got me brought me close, like wet eyed. Close, close. Uh I'm talking about a click. And you don't think like an Adam Sandler movie would be hit so hard. Yeah, click's pretty depressing. But this movie was like tugged on the heartstrings, man. I mean it's basically movie about life and how we work away our best years and neglect family friends it's like i mean it's true like society sucks and we work too much hey hold on a second can you uh, just say that again i just fast forwarded this whole conversation what part do you want me to say again i'm just joking i fast forward this whole conversation get it oh, click you're, <laughs> you're an asshole great yeah, fuck you to you <laughs> And the people that came up with this work time off ratio. But sad movie. Like he just it's kinda like Scrooge, right? He gets to see his past and realize what a douchebag he was. Hmm. Well that happened with Kate Beckinsale as his wife, who I would like to go back and marry. (laughs) Yeah, like that that's just what happens to me whenever I try to go to sleep at night. Yeah, you rewind yeah. and watch yourself sleep. That's fucking weird, dude. No, I rewind and watch myself be a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Uh, womp womp. 
Only, only you can prevent forest fires. All right. Uh, how about um, <laughs> the shaving scene? Cabin, and cabin fever. fever. Nice. I thought of that, and I was like, oh, they're probably gonna yell at me. <laughs> Why would I, I yell? A- any scene right. that I can like feel, you know, that's a that that's a that's a traumatizing scene that sticks out in my head. Like when I think about that movie, Cabin Fever, I think about her going to shave, and all her fucking skin comes off. You can see her tendons and bones and yeah, shit. It's fucking gross. Like, yeah, I have a flesh-eating disease. I should probably be in this bathtub shaving right now. Still got nothing on Terrifier 2. Oh, Jesus, man. Yeah, well, what's, that scene is pretty memorable, I would say. I, I mean, yeah, I don't think scene. I'll ever forget. I don't think I'll ever forget the bedroom scene. <laughs> I don't think I will either. Yeah. Uh, Which is just... why I don't want to watch this movie, this other movie Ryan's talking about. Yeah, uh, mo- my pass. It's not fucking, it's not gory at all. It's just scary. It's fucking straight up creepy. And uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe you guys watch it like that movie fucking sucks. Scarier than The Strangers? It's not like that. It's a fucking ghost fucking asylum movie. Play something up The Strangers. It's a different vibe, bro. Okay. I ain't afraid afraid of no ghosts. while, While we're on scenes that you can feel, let's go with an obvious one. Put your mouth on the curb, please. And the sounds. Clink. Uh, uh, Why would uh, you do that? uh, Yeah, I would not be putting my mouth on the curb. Shoot me, bro. I'd be like, hey, shoot me, motherfucker. I'm going to take your gun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. That felt good. I'm going to put my mouth in your dick and not in a a sexual way. I'm going to bite it off. Fuck you. I'm going to do anything to fucking get out of that. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that. Fuck. That that scene is brutal. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Seamus, you got any more you want to talk about? Uh, how about Marley and me? Like, <laughs> seriously, this movie like had such joy and like profound sadness. All you know, following this family, growing up with this dog, and all the years, and then like his death scene. That was it. Went straight up, bitches. <laughs> that was a heartfelt moment. I hear you, man. There's a whole different kind of traumatic scene. There's a oh shit. Right, it's all now over. I'm sad. It's all over. You know? It's a vast array of trauma. Ooh. True. <laughs> what about when Gage got hit by the truck? Yo, I had I had that one. Like I think that and the car accident adaptation. Those are both. Like, oh, dude, funny. yeah. I was actually just talking to that. Uh, it might have been with Alex uh, about the accident adaptation. That's like one of the craziest accidents because I yeah. love Chris Cooper. He's fucking ama- He's an amazing actor, and he had like the no teeth for that movie. Yeah, it's a sneaky good movie. Adaptation. It is. It's one I don't think about often, but when I do think about it, I'm like, ah, oh, that was the one where fucking Nick Cage played twins. He, were he played the Kaufman writers. Brothers. Yeah, they they did they wrote um, like being John Malkovich and shit. Huh. All I see is a bunch of animals. I googled adaptation. It's a bunch of animals. Why don't you Google adaptation Nicolas Cage? You got to out Google the Google Con Air. <laughs> oh, this one with the twins. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. He jerks off a lot. There's a lot of jerking off in it. There is. 
Okay, well, let's stay on Nicolas Cage and fucking go right to leaving Las Vegas. Oh. Fuck, that movie hurts. Yeah, it hurts my liver. Dude, when he he just slams like that fucking bottle of vodka in like one go, it's like, oh, God. Yeah. Talk about movies that feel or scenes that feel. Yeah. (laughs) It burns. I feel that alcohol poisoning. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to kill myself and I don't want you to stop me. Or I'm going to drink myself to death and I want you to try to stop me. Like, that guy only wrote that one book and it became mega famous, like, right after he committed suicide. I mean, that could so. totally hurt, especially watching a friend do that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, on, a, on a lighter note, then, let's talk about uh, the sloth sin in the movie Seven. Oh, where the guy's tied to the bed. There's all the fucking, like, air fresheners hanging in the fucking room. And all of a sudden he fucking moves and opens his eyes and shit. Ah! Ah! Yeah. I was thinking of the head scene, too, but I was like, I need to rewatch this movie because it's been a long time. Ooh, it's a tough one. You're not allowed to. Yeah, you can't. Kevin Spacey's in it. Yeah. You'll get canceled just for watching it by proxy. (laughs) We don't need that. It'll hurt the numbers. He's great in Baby Driver. <laughs> Shrek, so, enough. So I shouldn't admit that R. Kelly's on my playlist? Ooh. People are going to get pissed. Oh, I was trying to think of some like um, shit pun, but then I remember he pissed. All right. So my last one is more recent movie. Um, I don't know if you boys watched this, but A Man Called Otto. Nah, thanks. I was sad. It was very sad. Like I wasn't expecting it to hit like that. It's like it's basically an older gentleman planning his suicide, you know, because life's been sad since his wife died. And it's just a bunch of flashbacks with him, younger years with his wife, and him being a douchebag to his neighbors because he's just a grumpy old man. And like Flashbacks keep continuing aging. Like his wife gets sick, and it's just it's so it's like the it's like the live action up, but he doesn't go up in the sky. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's very, yes, it's very similar to that. Speaking of that, that's also another one that should be up there. That the opening oh, scene to man. up is fucking brutal as fuck. <laughs> like it really brutal. is brutal. It's a tough scene to watch. You know what's not a tough scene to watch? Any scene from Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> so fun. You know what's not a tough scene to watch? The table. Levels 200 through <laughs> 7. Are we talking about the platform? <laughs> yes. Wasn't it the table in Spanish or something? Oh, really? Nice. What about the scene in Goodwill Hunting? When Robin Williams talks to Matt Damon and he says, it's not your fault. Hey. It's not Will, your fault. it's not your fault. I know, man. I know. <laughs> I know. No. It's not your fault. No, I, 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 I know it's not my fault. Shut up, man. Stop it. Stop it. End scene. Emotional. Damn, Greg. That was fucking wow. Thank you. Wow. Good to be an actor. Talking on my heartstrings. Yeah. All right, that wraps up our talk on traumatic film and television scenes. Now stay tuned for 
some other shit. Overrated is it underrated? Overrated is it underrated? Overrated is it underrated? Is it somewhere in between? All right, here we go, folks. Another overrated, underrated for you. Boys, are you ready? Mm-hmm-hmm. Seamus, I don't hear you. I'm ready. All right, overrated, underrated. The hit, lighthearted rom-com, Saw. Seamus, go. Like, I don't know, man. This is the movie I almost walked out of the theater on. I mean... Which it's rated. <laughs> it's rated like X should be rated N seventeen. It was tough. Um. Yeah, man. I don't like watching torture, so this is this is overly adult rated for me. I don't know. Too much. Too much. I am not. That's fine. I'm not your executioner or your torturer. I want to kill people. It's underrated. <laughs> you should kill more. I'm like the guy on this on, on two. Like I'm on the phone. Like, yeah, I get to kill this person. Sweet. 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 30 bucks. You would have been great before like forensics. You would have oh, been a great uh, uh, henchman. I don't mean, Hello, Dexter Morgan. Yeah, he's not like head honcho material, but definitely like a henchman. Yeah, no, yeah. He, he just he just said he was ans- to just doing it for the orders. Like that means that he has no empathy or consciousness. He's a sociopath. I, mean, I, I can see it. I guess yeah, I can see it with like a Quasimodo vibe. You yes. know, <laughs> people don't think so. Greg, far. do you have an actual answer then? Yeah, so, it's underrated. I said underrated. Yeah, hell yeah, I love the Saw movies. I still, let's go back to most traumatic cinematic scenes. I totally forgot about this one, but it's all coming back to me, baby. When she jumps in the vat of needles. Fuck that. I hate that scene and a lot of scenes in Saw, but they usually had good twists and I liked them. They did have good twists. I mean, there was good writing of all, but it was just, it was, it was tough. I saw most of them in the theater up to like seven or something like that. I saw, yeah, I think I've seen them all at this point. I haven't seen the Chris Rock one yet. Spiral. Spiral? It sucks. Does it? Yeah. Do you want to watch a movie that sucks? (laughs) I would have slapped him too after watching that shit. You want me to shoot him in the head or myself? How about I shoot you, Mr. Jigsaw? (laughs) (laughs) That was my terrible Chris Rock impression. (laughs) (laughs) That's me slapping you. Thank All right, you. this is this is going to seem kind of out of left field, but I meant to put it on my list. Mm. And uh, it's in the movie Signs, where you see the fucking little alien just walk by. Yeah, man. Field. Yep. That was hair-raising, for sure. So overrated, underrated. Signs. Greg. Um, I like Signs. I just hate... M. Night Shyamalan always pisses me off with his, some of his endings. I do like sure. some of his movies, but like, I mean, the, these aliens landed on a fucking planet that's like 70% water. Like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> if you have faster than light speed travel, you're not coming here yeah. if your weakness is water. Yeah. You fucking dumbasses. Um, um, Kerbal, let's land right there in this planet. 
it was a great movie. Like I loved it. this is one of my favorite him and that moment where you saw the alien walking like on the yeah. newscast. It was totally like <laughs> you know, but again M Knight just pulls out. He's a pull out artist and uh he never finishes. <laughs> <laughs> Make the baby. It's it's too bad the movie ends the way it does because there is like a like a great 30, 40 minutes of that movie. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, the first half of the movie is great. Yeah. I mean, it's, really, away, it's, it's a slow roll in the beginning, which is fine. You're building up the story and it's just overwhelming you and then he just fizzles out. Yeah. Plus, it led to like scary movie three when they fucking have the best scene when the guy's like, hey, Tom, I'm going to need to ride home later. <laughs> It's a good movie. Your wife, she's been split in half. Wait, the <laughs> long way or the the tall way? And he's like, he's like, you have about ten minutes with the top half. He's like, what about the bottom half? Can I get in a few with that? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. And he like takes the hot dog and the donut. I love how every time you see that police officer, her hat gets bigger every scene. <laughs> It's like gradually getting bigger, and at the very end, it's just like fucking insane. Uh, All right, uh, overrated, underrated. Shame is seven. I mean, maybe people don't know about it, but now, but it was pretty big when it came out. I mean, has it been done better since? Probably not. Again, I want to rewatch this one because it's been a while, and I know it's. Got a lot of jaw droppers. It holds up. Yeah. It's top 20, I think, as far as like horror movie. Well, I rewatched that Jurassic Park scene with the T-Rex, and that holds up. It's fucking it's great. I, I love every Jurassic Park movie. I haven't seen the newest one, but... I haven't seen the newest one either. I didn't really the newer like ones have been kind of shit, but like like the, the uh, old ones are the shit. I, liked, I even like the second and third one. I agree. I- I've seen them all multiple times, including the new ones. Fucking Billy. He shouldn't have fucking, shouldn't have took the pack. All right. What were we talking about again? We were talking about seven. Seven. Nine. I mean, I'll give it a nine. Nine? All right. It's underrated at a seven. Let's put it that way. Silence of the Lambs. Greg, oh, I, overrated, I, I, underrated. Well, can I get my answer on seven first? You said it was top 20. Uh, yeah, more but I didn't say it was, it's, it's, it's overrated. It's fucking horrible. Terrible movie. <laughs> no, it's underrated. Silence of the Lambs, it's, I can't say it's underrated because it's rated pretty fucking high. But if I have to, I'm yeah, not I mean, it, no, it, it's not overrated. It's it fucking clearly, great. top 20. It, it clearly re- registered sequels and a spinoff series, so. It yeah. was highly rated. And you guys didn't. Did you guys see the series? No. And that's also uh, a pretty memorable scene there too. Like the fucking, it puts the lotion on the basket. You know, like it's just seeing well, that girl I, in that pit. Well, I highly, highly, highly recommend the series. Really, Science just, as, just, just as good as any of the movies. It's fucking awesome. All right. Well, I like series more content, especially if it's done right and on the right. I think. It, I think it. I think it's only two or three seasons, but man, it's fucking good. Who plays Anthony Highly Hopkins? Recommend. You got Mads Animal. Mickelson. Oh, Mads right. is the man. Oh hell yeah, that guy's the shit. I thought that was Han- All right. I thought that was Hannibal. No, oh, it's called Hannibal. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, get the fuck out of here. 
It's called Hannibal. It's not Silence of the Lambs, the show. Well, have you seen it? No, I heard Hannibal was good. I didn't know Silence okay. of the Lambs, the show, was a show. Whatever. It's, it's all the same shit. Oh, yeah. Hannibal, 2013 to 2015. Yeah, I knew I knew the old Mads. Mads Mickelson yeah. the shit. Yeah, Mads is the shit. All right. <laughs> Seamus, never-ending story. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. Everybody should see it. It still stands up to time, the time, the test of time. Have your children watch it. It's wholesome and thrilling. Yo, that Jaguar dude's scary as shit. Greg. What about the fucking rock eaters, man? They used to have big, strong hands. Dude, that's actually how I ended up, like, I knew I was going to be okay with the kid that I worked with right off the bat. He was, like, working next to me. He's like, oh, my hands. I was like, what? He's like, these hands used to be so strong. Big, strong hands. I was like, did you just quote the never-ending story? And he's like, fuck yeah. Nice. We were cool from that day on. That was a bonding moment for sure. <laughs> it was. Did we just become best friends? Well, it's also, it's like, have you played the Boulder's Gate games? Both of them. I beat them. Oh, and then it's wait. like, then we're, then we're going down like the nerdiest books you've ever read, Rabbit Hole. And he's like, he's read all of them. So well, we're, we got, we're pretty. We got Boulder's Gate 3 this summer. Dude, I can't wait. Online, uh, local multiplayer even. I can play it with the woman. <laughs> um, oh, I mean, or your podcast mates. I don't think I don't know if it's online, Seamus. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just cater to just people that play with their their fiancés at home. No. <laughs> There's no fucking niche for that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You fool! Small one. The same people who made fucking uh that uh what's that other game that I'm always sucking at stick? Uh Pillars of Eternity. No, Persona that game. No. Oh, never mind. No, you t- you're talking about fucking um, uh, talking Divinity. About old, d- Divinity. Yeah, Divinity Original oh. Sin. Boom. I was going to say Knights of the Old Republic. Both those games are the people who are making the Boulder's Gate game, but I don't think there's any online oh, multiplayer. There's a 100% online play on that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We're not friends anymore. It's four players oh, online. That's fine. Actually, we'll, it's, it's I'll, shit. I'll play with Greg's Ranger, Rogue. All right. Whatever. Yeah, Greg, never-ending story, overrated or underrated? You're just going to be the hamster. Ooh. You remember the hamster from Boulder's Gate 2? Yeah, Boo? Was that his name? He was yeah, the, the ball hamster? guy? Yeah, I think the guy's name was Minsk or some shit. Yes, it was. He was Hammond, okay? It wasn't Hammond. It's the Overwatch hamster. The Overwatch 2. Shut up, Greg. <laughs> All right, Greg, never-ending story. Check what? this out. Going back to traumatic moments. I saw a never-ending story in the theater with my parents and my family. And when I was that, 1978? No, this was 1997. Right, uh, you're not old enough to have done that. Seven years after I was born in 1990. <laughs> um, so... I remember that Jaguar and it scared the fucking shit out of me. I remember being him in like in the woods with like the fucking red eyes and it was always like had the, the like the the point of view scene of him coming at you like fast, like it was like the fucking Necronomicon fucking possession. <laughs> but it's fucking underrated, dude. It's never ending story, you know? Artex for life. Artex. Artex. Falcor! Okay, you! Falcor yeah. reminds me of those like those things in the swamp, <laughs> like uh, what are the, like the like the brown sticks, and uh, his <laughs> pussy pussy willows. Yeah, 
like if you like peel the pussy willow, like his hair, yeah. his hair looked just like the pussy. The mm, like, peel that pussy willow. Yeah. If you peel the pussy willow, that's Falcor. All right, last one. Not out of left field. Sons of Anarchy. Overrated, underrated. Seamus, go. I mean, I feel like this one was right where it was. It was hugely popular. It's not for everybody. I loved it. But it got stale like a lot of shows that go too many seasons. Well, you know, once they lost Ron Perlman, it's like, well, what do we have left? My hands. (laughs) Ron Perlman was great. I had a great cast. I mean, it was great. I think they probably should have ended it a season or two beforehand. But You think? I loved the show. (laughs) Greg, go! It's overrated. It's fucking stupid as fuck. But no, I love Sons of Anarchy, but I think it's definitely overrated. It was definitely a cheesy-ass show, but I felt like it was like a dude soap opera. A dopera. I definitely rode through this world. It was a dude soap opera. So it was... How many fucking Steven Seagal, Van Damme fucking movies did we watch growing up? (laughs) All of them. Lionheart, his trainer was named Josh Eldridge. That was traumatic. That was traumatic for me. Hey, uh, it's for shows for men who love shows. <laughs> was this fucking the TNT? It's Dynamite. What's that network for fucking men? TNT. I just fucking gave it to you. Movies for guys who like movies. No, Spike. Wasn't not Spike Network or Spike. Okay, the original Spike was TNT. Okay, right, Ryan. Never forget your roots, dog. Right. God damn this youngin. I'm. I was born in '90. What do you want from me? (laughs) All right, everyone. That wraps up the show. We want to thank each and every one of you for listening. Continue to do so, and we'll continue to do this regardless of whether you listen or not. So. I don't True. know. I don't know. Uh, Greg? Yeah, you know, you can find us in all those platforms like the Spotify and Apple podcast, YouTube, all that shit. Go to our Patreon and, and donate to the show. That would be really awesome. We're doing crazy 911 calls next week, and I'm going to nail the subject. I'll be like, you know. You're going to be prepared next I'm week? I'm going to be researching 411 calls, actually. <laughs> it's information. <laughs> Those could be funny in in and of itself. So yeah, in a different way. Though. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening, or not. Don't listen. We don't care. We're having fun without you, but we do appreciate you. Yeah, and remember, in crust, crust, we trust. trust. That's right. That's right. Mm. Nailed it. This ends our podcast. You want me to shoot him in the head or myself? How about I shoot you, Mr. Jigsaw? Falcor!